0: Good morning, ladies. Welcome to another Monday. I hope and pray that your day is going well. We have a holiday here um, in the States today. So it's a day where my kids are always home. I hold school, but it's a day where the kids are home and they're off from school. And it's an awesome, an awesome day. I hope that you guys had a long weekend, and if you didn't, that you got some time to sit relax and enjoy um all that god is doing in and through your lives today we are talking about your dependency and it's an awesome live where we're gonna get into all these different things that we think we're dependent on for happiness with our health and with our fitness um and all these other things so we're gonna dive deep into that, but first I want to open up with prayer. So if there is something that you are needing prayer for, if there is something um, that you want to share, please do. If there's something you want to keep confidential, you can just drop an emoji and let us know. Good morning, Sydney. But we want to pray over you um, and we want to come alongside of you as we get through this. Oh, Kimberly, a homeschool mom as well. Yes, I love homeschooling. I love the freedom that comes with it. Um, It's it's just an awesome, awesome thing to be able to do that. So let us open in prayer. Like I said, if you need prayer, please comment below if you need prayer, but do not want to share, please drop an emoji. We're all going to come around you this morning and pray over you right before we get into our lives. So, Lord, I just come to you today with such thanksgiving, Father, regardless of the situation that we are in right now, regardless of our emotions that we're feeling right now, regardless of our financial status, our fitness status, our health status, um, regardless of any of that, regardless of any external situation or any circumstance lord we are going to find joy in you lord thank you so much for the breath in our lungs father allow us to see the beauty that is waking up today father allow us to see the beauty that is the breath in our lungs allow us to see the beauty that is each other Father, help us to take this very breath that you gave us and sing praises back to you, regardless of circumstances, because Lord, circumstances, as you know, change and they do. And you never promised an easy life. But where we are weak, you are strong. Father, help us to lean into you in these weak moments, in these trying circumstances and these times where we feel like we're not going to make it and remind ourselves that we're not we are not the ones that are going to make us through this we're not the ones that are going to fight and grit through this you're the one who is going to give us the strength to get through it and i'm so happy that we get to lean on you in the times where we feel the weakest lord just speak to these ladies and these women today speak over their children and their families and just bless them bring them peace bring them joy in all circumstances bring them um just an everlasting peace of your spirit father speak to them lift them encourage them and thank you for giving me a word today to bring to them in jesus name we pray amen 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 hannah oh there's a a part of me that always wants to send my kids back (laughs) i feel like um once a day i'm like you know we're not even going back to public school you're going to boarding school you're are getting just what they need Hannah right where they are and they are um, spreading the good news where where they are so today we are talking about your dependency um a lot of times we get so dependent on a number on the scale or food or exercise that we forget the main goal of health right so um when we think about health the things we depend on we often think when we start our health journey all the things we used to do that we can't do anymore right we think about how we can't um use alcohol to end a hard day right how we can't use sweets to help me in hard times we just prayed over this right sweets aren't going to bring me joy and strength in hard times we use food to escape emotional stress. We think, oh, we can't do that. Or I'm going to use exercise now to help me beat the binging I did this week. I'm going to push my body so hard breaks in order to make up for choices that I made yesterday. We think we're dependent on these things, food or exercise or alcohol or sweets or whatever that may be. Or we think that a situation is dependent on our actions. What do I mean by that? We think that we will be happy when we do something. I'll be happy when I get to 120. I'll be happy when I get to a size four. I'll be joyful when I'm consistently eating healthy. I'll be successful when I get a promotion. I will be happy when... I'm a size medium pants. When my bra size goes down, when I'm able to walk a flight of stairs, I'll be better for you, God, when my actions get better. Or we think I'll be successful when I hit specific to-do items on my list. And if you're resonating with any of these, let me know. Like, oh yeah, I fit into one of those categories. I do too, ladies. Health isn't perfection, health isn't a set of checklists and once you get them all, you never struggle with food again or you never struggle with um, alcohol again or you never struggle with motivation again. I still struggle every single day, even with all the knowledge, right? So if you're feeling that you're not alone, I'm here with you to tell you, if you're not struggling with any of these things, then you're lying. You're uh you're not, you're not you're struggling in some area. You think these other things. Um, I'll be successful when I hit specific numbers. So when I hit my specific water goal each day, when I hit my calorie goal, when I hit my macronutrients, when I look at my ma- my micronutrients, when I hit my exercise step, when that number on the scale is where I want it to be, I'll be successful. When I'm at a certain rank at my job, when I have a certain promotion, I'll be successful then. The problem with this mindset thinking is that it puts all of your success onto your shoulders. It puts everything that you need to do onto you. It's saying that you're dependent on yourself to get results. You're dependent on something that you did to make you happy. And it means you're the only person you're going to rely on. So what does dependency mean um, in terms of definition? Dependency means you're determined by a condition or another person. So I'll be happy when those sort of things, right? Or it's a person who relies on another for support. The key word there is another. And so often, we don't rely on another. We rely on our self-production. We rely on our self-perfection. We rely on all the things that we need to do to be successful, and then we're happy. So we're dependent on these things, or we stop saying we're dependent on another. We are dependent on a substance to get us to that point. We just take the other person away, we're antisocial, we are introverts, guess what? I'm an extroverted introvert. I love being alone. It's hard for me to speak to other people. I know that probably sounds insane to you because I come on here and I'm peppy and I'm chatting with hundreds of women all week long. That's hard for me, that's something I had to lean into the Lord to get my strength from. This joy in this chat and these conversations don't come from my own strength. That comes from the Lord giving me the strength to do something that I'm very weak at, that I'm, I'm not strong at, that's not my strong suit. So when we're relying on ourself or we're relying on a substance to bring us results, and happiness or we're relying on numbers and hitting certain metrics instead of relying on God we set ourselves up for failure and I want to break this down a little bit more because a lot of times the Lord will tell you um, the enemy will tell you this not the Lord the enemy will tell you you've got this Just do it yourself. And it sounds like such a positive thing, right? You got this. You got this. You can do this. We allow the enemy to tell us we're strong enough. You don't need anyone else. You got this. They hurt you before. You don't need to go back there. The church has hurt you before. Don't go back there. You've got this. Oh, you've been to a gym and you were criticized or looked at wrong. You don't need that. You've got this. You've got this. And on the outside, and from a non-broken-down, surface-level point of view, you're like, yeah, I do got this. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I'm strong. I can do this on my own. But the dependency then falls on ourselves and not on another. It doesn't fall on God to be dependent on when we're weak, it falls on us to be stronger when we're weak, us to be better when we fail, us to rise above when we keep falling down low. This mentality then becomes, I am strong. I am capable, I am bigger, I am wiser, I am smarter, I am, I am, I am, I am, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this on my own. The problem with that is who becomes the great I am? You, me. When we do that to ourselves, the enemy is allowing these little lies to come into our head and say, you're strong enough to do this on your own. We go, yes, I am strong enough. The Lord told me I am strong enough to get through this. No, the Lord told you you are weak. And where you are weak, he is strong. The Lord told you all things are capable through him the lord didn't tell you all things are capable for you who do it yourself on your island all alone and keep judging every single nitpick thing that you do because you will never rise to where you're supposed to be when you do it when you give yourself the ultimate power of i am i'm i'm good enough i can do this myself i'm bigger than this I'll just get more motivation, I'll get more self-esteem, I'll be more disciplined today, I'll eat better today, I'll exercise more today, I'll do it alone, I'll do it alone, I am, I am, I am. Where has that got you? Where has that that got you? It's, It's gotten us way down. And as we continue and end our foundational February here, I want us to know that the problem lies in realizing that this, I am better than, I'll be good then, I'll be good then, I'm bigger than, I can do this on my own, that mentality is a lie from the enemy because we are not enough. We're not strong enough to go through this alone. God knew that from the very beginning when he made Adam. We're not supposed to do this alone, ladies. We're not supposed to do life, health, health homeschooling, any of this alone. We're not supposed to navigate through this life on an island. We're supposed to surround ourselves. And sometimes that's the hardest part. We often say, I don't have anyone that cares about me. I don't have any support. I don't have someone in my life that showed me this. I don't, I have to be the strong one. I don't have anyone strong in my life. You do. You're looking towards the wrong things. You're so focused on the negatives that that, that's all you see. When you tell yourself that, your mind believes it and looks to prove you right. Your brain is always looking to prove your thoughts right. This is why arguing (laughs) about politics or anything else will never get you anywhere because once someone tells themselves they are a certain way or they believe a certain thing, it's very hard, right, to get out of that Mindset, I can't do it to myself. How am I going to do that to someone else, right? So stop telling yourself that you are enough and that you don't need anyone and that there's no one there. It's going to take you breaking your comfort zone today. might not be getting to the gym. It may not be making a nutritious lunch or dinner. It may be stretching yourself to say, I need to look for some positive people. I need to cut some things. I need to prune up my friendship circle. I need to prune up my friend list on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever you're on these days. I need to prune some things because what I'm seeing isn't where I want to go. What I'm seeing isn't where God's leading me to. I am surrounded by good people. I am surrounded. By encouragers, this group is five thousand women strong of community. But you need to post and say you need help. You need to say that you need, you need some support. In this, you've tried this alone. It's it's not working. Maybe that's not working with a coach like me and saying, "All right, I need specialized one-on-one coach." I just need someone to tell me I can do it, and I'm not alone. Make friends with the women in this group. We are here, there's 5,000 of us in here. So for you to say I'm not surrounded by anybody just means that we haven't stepped out of our comfort zone. We haven't stepped out of our comfort zone to get to someone. We're dependent on doing it ourselves. We're dependent on continuing to get through it ourselves and do it alone, and I'm not gonna show my weakness because that will make me weak. No, we need to show our weaknesses because that makes him glorified. He's the one that makes us strong, and that we're not supposed to be strong all the time, ladies. Like, I know the world tells us just smack on a smile and get through the day. It's okay to be like, I am struggling, but no one's gonna know when you've got this going on. And you go, it's fine, it's fine or we say i just always help people i'm always here to help people i don't need help could you imagine if me as a coach a life coach a health coach a nutrition coach was like you know what i don't need any more help i've got 7 degrees up here on the wall i've got certifications that don't that wouldn't fit in this room i'm good i'm good imagine if you came to me and you said oh what are you doing to get help what are you doing to stretch and grow yourself and i go oh I'm, i've been stretched i'm good now i'm just gonna be here to help stretch you you go but are you sure and you should question that right like are you sure your personal development's done you're you're not stretching yourself with with spirituality or getting closer to god or making sure muscles are still called the same thing that they were 20 years ago because guess what they're not when I graduated college, the calf muscles were called completely different things than they are now, they got new names. So if I didn't study and I didn't continue stretching, I never would have known that. I would have been living in a past blessing that was no longer serving my current purpose. Are you living in a past blessing that's no longer serving your current purpose? Are you living in something that God gave you and you're holding on to it so tight? that you're like, I'm not gonna share this. I'm not gonna give it up. I'm comfortable here, I'm warm, it's comfy. That might be the time to extend and open your hands and your arms. Give that back to the Lord for something new to flow through you. So let's get back to dependency. And I hear a lot of dependency on numbers in this group. Where's my calories supposed to be? Where are my um, water intakes supposed to be? What's my macros supposed to be? Guess what? I don't know. And a random computer program doesn't know either because it's so dependent on so many different things. Your numbers are dependent on different things that computers, that modern science, and things just don't know. That is a, a God question. And you can ask him specifically when you get there, what was my number? What was my great calorie number I should have been at to lose weight or maintain? If you meet someone that tells you they know they're lying, they don't. Your specific water intake changes every day. We aim for 90 ounces. That's like a scientific thing for what women should aim for is 90 ounces. Okay? It used to be eight glasses of water. It used to be... Drink coffee and you'll be fine, right? Those are outdated blessings that aren't serving us anymore. So 90, I can't hold so tight to this 90 number that it becomes bigger than what my body actually needs. Because science is always changing. Something's always going to come about half your body weight in ounces can be pretty much outdated at this point. 90 ounces are where we're at, but are we willing to let these old mindsets and these old blessings go to make room for the new wire why does it change every day it your calories in your water and your macros change on what you ate yesterday changes on how you slept last night it changes on how much you exercised it change changes on if you ate a bunch of fruits it changes uh, based on your stress it changes based on your metabolic basal rate which changes every single day which changes as we get older so for me to tell you 1400 calories is your ideal calorie where you need to be just stick with that and go would be detrimental because it's always changing. So instead of that, stop being dependent on a number, on the scale, or hitting on your Fitbit, or all these things. How much exercise is great? Well, we used to think it was 90 minutes. Then we thought it was 60 minutes. I've done a ton of research and helped people throughout my collegiate years to find out that 30 minutes is ideal, but that could change. So if I'm holding on to 30 minutes, 60 minutes, I'm missing the point. How does my body feel after 30 minutes? Do I need more? I might need 45 today. Might be a little hyped up. (laughs) Might be running up here on stress. and need 45 minutes. I might need 60 minutes. Here's your 90 ounces of water. Go ahead, Sydney, drink it up. I might be really thirsty still after 90 ounces. My body may be dehydrated. I might be on my cycle. There might be different things going on, but if I just stuck and stopped at 90, then I'm still dehydrated because I'm not listening to my body. And I might give you a number and calculators might give you a number and our dietician might give you a number to say, all right, we're gonna aim around is what we always say. Keep around, let's just say 1600 calories, random number and you just work to hit 1,600 calories every day, but some days you're starving and you need more food. Some days you're full well before you get to 1,600. If we're just pushing for 1,600 calories, we're missing the point of listening to our bodies. I wanna be dependent on more than a silly number that a health professional gives me that I need to eat. I wanna be dependent on the spirit living in me, telling me, all right, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Oh, spend a few minutes in the day with the Lord. There might be days I need hours with the Lord. I'm going through things. I need hours alone and quiet. There might be days that I'm shorter on time and five minutes does. Right? But if I give myself a number and I'm so dependent on that number and holding on to it, I miss the purpose. I miss the purpose of listening to when my body's thirsty, listening when my body's hungry. The whole diet fad mentality that whooshed through our younger years that we watched our moms go through and we saw in magazines as kids is catching up with us now. And we're we're having to deal with this. And what the diet fads do are they disrupt the mind-body connection. And we no longer think about, oh, I'm hungry. We suppress our hunger, right? And we suppress things down we're not dependent on that and the more we suppress the more we crave and the more we suppress the more we break this connection down where our body is really telling us what we want but we're like shh not today body I know you're hungry but we are not eating it is not time silly like just eat just eat right. You're hungry. Listen to your body. Allow these connections to be built again because for so long we've destroyed them and told them to shut up and sit down and we don't need to hear it that now that brain chemistry is all messed up and we don't know when we're hungry or full. We see food and we just think we need to eat because we've trained our bodies that we don't eat until there's food in front of us and then there's food in front of us and we want it all. That's why we binge right? Like, oh, there was so much food, I couldn't say no. It's because this connection has been broken. This synapse have been, has been disrupted, right? We need to build that back up, and that doesn't just happen. So stop depending on the numbers. Allow yourself to listen to your body. Allow yourself to listen to your thirst. Allow yourself to listen what the spirit is telling you, be okay with not being okay and trying to figure it out. Stop relying on ourselves. That is an enemy lie that we can do this alone. We don't need you. We don't need this group. And you know what? No one needs us. We've been burnt in the past, so I don't need people or church or gyms or coaches. I've been burnt by coaches, too, right? I've had many business coaches, because I didn't go to school for business. I went to school for exercise, exercise physiology, the body, studying the body. I wanted to get into cardiology. I saw someone's ribs get ripped open and I was like, nope, actually not for me, can't handle that. I'm gonna go into um, being preventative with my body. And once I get preventative with my body, i want to preach being preventative for other women because once you get to cardiology you're reactive right you've had too much something's gone wrong i haven't been eating right for a while that's a reactive thing also i can't break your ribs or be in the room where ribs are being broken to get into cardiology so proactive (laughs) was the way for me to go so my approach is being proactive. I don't want you to end up on that table. I don't want you to end up in the ICU. I don't want you to end up with diabetes. I don't want you to end up you know, in these, these crazy situations. I want you to be proactive. But I want us to be proactive in a, in a good way because so often we view our dependency on perfection as the gold standard for our health. So how can we overcome that? How can we, how can we break that mindset? If Jesus tells me that I am to rejoice in my weaknesses, if Paul tells me that he is stronger through his thorn, he asked for God to take it away, he didn't, he's stronger through his weakness because of God, I am going to stop viewing my health slip-ups as a thing on me that's the enemy i'm not strong enough i don't have enough will depending on ourselves which then makes us weaker and then feel worse i am weak so i am strong through him i will rejoice through my weakness so allow your slip-ups to not define you but to bring Your slip ups are the moments of weakness and we get to rejoice in those weaknesses, right? Because that is where God's power shines. He makes me stronger through them. I don't get better on my own. I don't just grow willpower on a tree. I grow my willpower and my strength and my choices because where I am weak, I gave them and showed them to God and he made me stronger. My dependency needs to come from Jesus. My dependency needs to come from my weaknesses, not be defined by them. My dependency needs to come from knowing that I am not everything to everyone all the time. That cannot be my job. My dependency comes from knowing I am a sinner fallen far from grace, saved by Jesus, who was pierced on the cross for me, who now allows his spirit to live in this body. And I will not be warped in worldly thinking to destroy it. I am going to be grown through it. My success will come when I look at my weaknesses and don't say, you should have done better, Heather. You're just not strong enough. You get to start again tomorrow making bad choices already. It's 1030. You've had a Twinkie this morning. What kind of health failure are you? No, my strength will come when I look at my weakness and go, God, help me get some strength here. Help me to make better choices help me to honor what you gave me more and when you allow god into your fitness and your nutrition and your mindset you see this total transformation which is why i made the methodized mom program because guess what in the gym it is self-centered in the magazines in the postings and all this thing you see all these different tiktoks and instagram accounts everyone's perfect and and eating right all the time, and oh, it just comes easy once you try. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I have donuts that I'm like, ah, oh, Lord, <laughs> trying to build up my, my uh, willpower here, and somehow my husband brought home a dozen donuts for four people. It doesn't. So when we think about it, though, as a selfish way, And the the world does view nutrition and um, exercise as self-centered. When you really look at why you're doing it, right? I'm doing it to look better. And to get into a smaller size and to be a different weight, that is a selfish reason. It's a self-centered reason to why you're doing it. So you're dependent on your results that you want to get to do something. It's self-serving. No wonder we're not hitting our goals in a God-centered way. I worked in a gym long enough to know that. I talked to thousands and thousands. I probably talked to 10,000 or more women in my 22-year fitness career that just want to be happy when they're a size 6, that just want to be happy when they're 135. And guess what? We get them there, and they're not happy. no different they're a smaller version of themselves who can fit through smaller areas and yes improved their health but this isn't any happier this did not change so i want us to flip this week this selfish self-serving view of exercise and nutrition because it's not when we're looking at it how we are ladies we're eating healthy and working out to honor what god made and jesus died for he made you and he loves you so much that he allowed his spirit to live in you this is his temple as i'm reading through the old testament i know i'm talking about it a lot but i'm going through it so much right now all the details that went into the temple to make it perfect right to make it perfect all the gold that went into the tabernacle to make it perfect all the qualifications you needed to even walk in right you couldn't have you couldn't have skin disease you couldn't have a deficiency you couldn't have a deformity you couldn't be maimed even the sacrifices that came there had to be perfect and that lives in us now in the imperfect humans that we are it lives in us And let's treat it like that gold temple that it is. We are not here and he didn't die for you to take your health and your fitness for you to put it on your shoulders. He wants everything, right? It may seem petty, like, oh, I'm giving this to God. It's my exercise. How silly. Have you tried it before? No? Try it. And see what happens with your mindset when you give it to him, when you pray before you hop into the gym, when you pray before you pick up the weights, when you pray before you hop on the treadmill thanking him for giving you this body and saying, my sacrifice to you isn't going to be an eight-day-old calf or ox or whatever. My sacrifice to you is my time honoring my body and treating it kindly, and working it out and eating and fueling it, nutritious foods. There were so many rules with what to eat in the Bible, like so many. We don't need the world to tell us what not to eat. Like God gave us the food here for us to eat. We need to stop eating what the world keeps preaching to us. We need to stop eating what the world and the feed on our computers and our phones keep preaching to us and get back to the basics, back to foundations, right? Giving up all of our anxiety and stress and dependency on things like food, alcohol, and exercise isn't selfish when you're doing it to improve your relationship with Him, to improve the temple that He gave you. Not to get to a certain size, but because He died, I can. Because I'm weak, He's strong. When we start giving these things over to the world that we think are silly, Right, Warren. Help me with my motivation to exercise and eat healthier today. (laughs) We often just put that on ourselves. I made my food plan. I didn't stick to it. I'm a failure. Done. Stop being so dependent on yourself to be perfect all the time and lean into the one that is perfect. We were born imperfect. We will not be made whole until we get to heaven. So let's stop trying to be perfect here. Let's strive on our walk with Christ to get closer to Him, knowing that we're never going to be perfect to everybody all the time, never mind to ourselves. We will be made whole once we get to heaven. We are to grow and learn and trip up and have it be okay and walk forward and trip up and push forward and trip up and walk forward. Where we allow ourselves to backtrack is when we get so stuck in our own self-confidence to move forward that when we move back, we think we can't get back to where we were. You can. You have to keep going. You have to give it to the Lord. You have to ask for his strength isaiah 41 13 says for i am the lord your god who takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear i will help you this is in the big things in your financial things in your household things you are leading your families whether you know it or not with your health and fitness actions you're leading your families with how you speak to yourselves you're leading your families with the energy that radiates from you you can see the glory of god in people right when they found real joy not in the number on a scale not in the number of their pant size not in the letter that's on the back of their shirt but when they found real joy in jesus it radiates through them stop putting your happiness into a number and being dependent on food and other substances to make you happy and your perfection to get you there I'm not where I want to be with my size right now. I'm recovering from an ACL injury. I cannot jump around like I used to. I walked at two miles an hour today on the treadmill. And some would be like, wow, great job. That's a great win for me. You know where I can allow that to backtrack me when I think about where I was and allow that to drive me backwards? I used to run marathons. Now it took me 10 minutes (laughs) to walk a half mile. I'm never moving forward. I am moving forward because guess what was also behind me? Me being bedridden for a month. I am moving forward through God's strength. I can't look so far back that it brings me back. I have to stay moving forward. This is my forward. Your step back is still a forward. Hold on to God. He's got you lean into him with your exercise and your fitness and your nutrition lean into him have you asked him for help real help not like that superficial "Ah." no i need you to lean into him you are not just an earthly body meant to rot away you are a spirit that is radiating god's light we need to be the church more Ladies, we need to radiate more. We need to love more. We need to love ourselves like God loves us. We need to treat ourselves with respect. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. When you try to do it on your own, when you try to say, I know what I need to do, I just need to do it. You don't. (laughs) You don't. We need to lean into the Lord. I have nine, seven degrees up here, 38 certifications to teach different things from water aerobics to elderly workouts to cardio kickboxing and combat kickboxing. I have all of those things. And if I lean into my own understanding, where I am at right now would tell me I'm a failure. Where I'm at right now would tell me I'm not doing enough. But that's my understanding. That's not his understanding. You are right where you need to be moving forward just as you need to just lean into his. Not the world's telling you you don't need carbs and you don't need this. You don't need white bread. Yeah, that's true. That is wasted of all of its nutrients and then enriched. With things that, you know, the government puts in there (laughs) and food companies put in there to get you addicted, uh, sugar, to those things. But you need carbs. You need fats. You need proteins. All of these things work together in your body. Stop trying to understand it so much and just do what God and the Spirit are telling you to do. Take that quiet time with Him. Are you leaning into Him With your health journey or what the world is telling you to do or what that next fitness guru is telling you to do are you trusting him to be strong in your nutrition or yourself are you trusting him to be strong when you don't feel like exercising or yourself in your self-motivation are you trusting him in your willpower struggles or just wearing yourself down trying to do it alone Proverbs 23, 1 through 3 in the message, I love this. When you go out to dinner, mind your manners. Don't gobble your food, don't talk with your mouth full, and don't stuff yourselves. Brittle your appetite. Not only is this a nutrition quote and a how to be proper when you're with somebody, it's about the information we're putting into our bodies. Stop stuffing ourselves with more crap that we don't need. I'm not talking food right now. I'm talking stuff you get from Facebook, from friends that aren't helpful, from outside sources, from all these different feeds that are going into us each and every day. Stop. Stop stuffing yourselves, trying to get more information to do it better, to do it more. You just need to start and stick with something. That could be starting and sticking on a methodized mom program that could be starting and sticking with drinking more water that could be starting and sticking with listening to your body and being prayerful about how you do it that could be starting and sticking to reaching out for help and getting outside your comfort zone here but also here with not allowing the past hurts to dictate what you do in the future proverbs ten seventeen. Gotta love love some Proverbs. The road to life is a disciplined life. Ignore correction and you're lost for good. The correction here comes from the Lord. The correction here comes from the right sources. The correction here does not come from the world. The world is constantly going to tell you where you're wrong, where you're failing, where you're not doing good enough. The Lord is going to show you those things and say, but you're going to be okay because I'm here. I've got your your hand. You've got my right hand. Lean in me, even in your exercise, even in your nutrition, and stop becoming stuffed. Trying to get everything perfect before you begin. Stop becoming stuffed on when I know more, I'll do more. You won't. I know all of it. <laughs> I know too much I, I have all the degrees, right? That doesn't make it any easier getting up at 6 a.m. to work out. I know I should, so I will. Well, guess what? I still want to sleep, too. Like, I am human. It doesn't make my willpower any stronger when I've got donuts in my kitchen. I know what the sugar does to me. It Doesn't mean I don't want it. You need to be more than yourself. And more than ourselves, comes from leaning into the Lord, not from leaning into more knowledge, not from leaning into the wor- world, not from leaning in to fads. It comes from listening to what the spirit is telling me to do and knowing it's not always going to be perfect and knowing that that's okay if you have a listen to this message and you go my comfort zone needs to be broken i need to improve myself i need some help some community some support some one-on-one coaching because i don't know where to start and i want to do my health journey in a godly way not in a self-centered way that's my focus that is why i developed a suite of methodized mom programs that are made from if you're looking at nutrition if you're looking for mindset nutrition exercise movement coaching we've got the coaching for you it will take you stepping outside your comfort zone to ask and say i need to know more about this program this sounds like what i'm needing right now the spirit is leading me towards it or i want you to just make one small decision this week not all of them stop making all the decisions all at once like You don't need to be perfect on all your meals today and forevermore. Like, can you just focus on one thing? Pick one thing, whether that's I'm going to get some exercise and some movement today. I'm going to listen to my body when it's hungry or when it's full. I'm going to listen to my body when it's thirsty and drink. Or I'm going to be intentional about drinking water and stop drinking caffeine. That is really just dehydrating me and making me more tired later on. Let's focus on one thing you can do this week that you can be consistent on for the next two weeks and then grow it and grow it and grow it. I thank you ladies so much for joining in. I hope that this was helpful to you. I will put the verses that we studied, which are Proverbs 10, 17. These are in the message, Proverbs 23, 1 through 3, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and Isaiah 41, 13 in the notes so you can look at them, but I think if anything, when we're looking into transforming our dependency from ourselves onto the Lord, we can look at Proverbs to show us just how to do that. We can look at Paul to show us just how to do that. So learn from the word that you are not your dependency, your food is not your dependency, your scale number is not dependent on success. Our walk in growing closer with Christ is. Thank you, ladies. Have an awesome rest of your day and I'm looking forward to chatting with you all soon. Bye, everybody.